to linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you Hello, I'm Tony Pascal. I'm Josh Whitehead, and thank you guys so much for joining us. This is your weekly Disney podcast, On the Front Porch, with us. We are very happy to have you guys back. We're doing a really fun one this week. It's called Bolt. For those of you who don't know it, it's uh, it's a pretty good one. I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, Josh, I've ex- I've been expecting this call. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm I happen to be Destiny. Uh, do you have uh, Do you have a moment to hear about our our Lord and Savior? <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah. excited to talk about Bolt. This is a movie I, I think yeah. is highly underrated. I used to underrate it. I thought it was not going to be as good because, like, and I actually didn't watch it for years uh, because it came out like right at the time as like Home on the Range and Chicken no, Little, exactly. and I've been let down. It was the same year times. as Wally. Yeah, it came out the same year as Wally. But I had been let down too many times by the style and the animation. <laughs> I didn't want it, That's and fair. I still like, didn't I, trust Disney. I'll be honest with you; like, I still didn't trust Disney from the other bad movies that had come out like a year or two before. Right. You got like Chicken Little, Home on the Range, things like that that were kind of subpar. I agree. Like, I, I had the same problem. I didn't watch this one for a really long time, and then somebody brought it up during Disney Movie Club. It might have been one of us actually that we were like, "Well, we haven't watched that one, and maybe it's it's worth giving it a shot." And we watched it, and it's it's a pretty pretty great movie. You know, it, it's definitely not on the same level as some of other ones, but it's it's up there for me. It's pretty good, and, namely because of Rhino for me at least. But before we get too far into this, I want to say for any children listening, put down that cigarette, uh, go back inside, give the phone back to your mommy, and tell her that you've been a, a naughty child. Because uh, you're listening to a podcast with a lot of cursing. If have you done that? Did you do that, mommy? Are you are you there now? You got to get your parenting together. So uh, with that, we we do have a a little bit of trivia this week. Not too terribly much. I want to say uh, first of all, this is directed by uh, Byron Howard and Chris Williams. Really good team. They did pretty well with it. It was made in 2008. With a, a pretty big cast, actually, of, of well-known people. So Penny was played by Miley Cyrus. John Travolta played Bolt. Mark Walton played Rhino. Uh, Malcolm, McDon- <laughs> Malcolm McDowell played Dr. Calico, which I hadn't really noticed, but um, now that I put the face of the name, it's, it's pretty obvious to me. James Lipton played the director, and uh, a couple of other really funny ones like for example, one of the thugs in the movie is uh, played by Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage, which I thought was really funny to me. <laughs> that was one that I wasn't expecting, and I don't think they gave him any like words, but still, what? <laughs> this is really silly. What is? Uh, okay, I'm gonna open the the door, everybody. I am currently uh, recording <laughs> not on my front porch, but in a. Uh, a school parking lot for many reasons it not, <laughs> mostly because my phone doesn't work at my house anyway there is a biplane just circling the school like a biplane a plane is circling the school <laughs> and so 
it is just continual and loud, and I hope it goes away. Cool. Well, okay, so why are you're just sitting in a car at a school? I'm s- sitting in my car. At, That's not at all creepy, Tony. Listen, I am doing it for podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we go on to the trivia real fast then? So, first of all, this movie is called Bolt, but apparently, Bolt, when translated to Russian, is a profane way of saying male genitalia, and so they didn't want to call it that. Uh, so instead, this movie was released as Volt in Russia, which is kind of funny, just to avoid that. Uh, and yeah, it was I like that. Called like lightning in Bulgaria and thunder in another one. Um, it releases a bunch of different names. Is the general theme. Uh, they got a a hamster for production uh, and named it Doink, so that they could mimic uh, how rhino would run in a hamster ball they oh the original name of mittens was supposed to be mr mittens even though she's a female the original owners basically never took the time to tell if if the cat was male or female so the name was mr mittens regardless i think Uh, it is mr mittens and mittens just like doesn't introduce herself as that because she is now in charge of her name yeah I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I think that her name is... Her full name is probably Mr. Mittens. And then the last one that I have, because I think it's funny, is that during the scene where they're leaving the trailer park and Rhino runs ahead of them, he shouts out, Lorak Tarat, which is is the line of strength from the aliens in, uh, in Galaxy Quest, the movie Galaxy Quest, uh, featuring yes. Tim Allen and Alan Rickman. I thought that was a really, really funny... Uh, which is to say that Rhino watches a shit ton of TV, which we already knew. So, yes. that's all the trivia I have, though. Cool. Let's watch this movie. I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, go watch this movie real fast. Go. Pause. All right. You did it. Welcome. So, Tony, what, do you pick up any themes for this movie at all? Yes, uh, I did, actually. There okay. are a whole lot of delusional crazy people in this movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Are you talking uh, and about I the people or the animals? Animals, well, both. But okay, <laughs> this movie is full of insanity, and I'm very excited. Very excited. Yeah, I so I agree. I think that probably the biggest theme that I picked up is reality versus like perceived reality. I guess, and so like Bolt genuinely thinks that he has superpowers at the beginning of this movie. Because that's the reality that he is being shown. That's that's the reality that he's lived with basically his entire life. He's been and, in the Matrix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been in in the dog Matrix. So, but like when he when he is forced to confront these issues in real life, like who's to say that he just doesn't have powers from his his point of view? He just doesn't have powers. Maybe it's the fact that. Or, like, why does he jump to that, I guess, is my question. Because, like, in if it was a human story, then it could be, like, a Samson thing. Because he believes that his, his lightning bolt is his source of power, and as it's fading, he's losing his power. So why is it not that that he jumps to? That's an interesting question. I am excited to 
really dive into it. Let's go. Okay, so at the very beginning, we see cute baby Bolt, and it's adorable. He's got that little carrot. He's a puppy! Puppies are dumb. He's a cute little puppy. And he is really dumb, and I like that about him. He's murdering that carrot. He's also heavy and slobbery, which is what we we learn Miley Cyrus says. Yeah. And Miley Cyrus' (laughs) character already has a name picked out. She was going to call him Bolt no matter what. And because it's already on the tag, right? Because she didn't get a choice, but his name is Bolt. I I really like that. I also I don't understand why a carrot toy. Um, I think that it's funny that he's he's just murdering that carrot, and there, there's like no stopping him from messing with that carrot later on. Uh, I think that's a nice little thing. Uh, like, I guess the whole issue that I run into with Bolt later is the or during this upcoming couple of scenes is that. He never really got to be a real dog, right? He never, he never got to experience what it was like to be a, a real dog. And yeah, so, Mittens has to like teach him at the end of the movie, right? And so, like, this is his. The carrot is his one outlet of like, I'm a real dog when the carrot is involved. But we'll get there in just a second. The, the we got this cool TV show that they're running, and frankly, I would I would probably watch this show because it looks pretty badass does it's like a spy show and we get like the background on the show there's like an evil guy dr calico all of his minions have cat tattoos uh which is important uh they basically like the the dad scientist dad made the dog super super awesome there's like a there's like a trap in this episode that we're watching uh and they only needed the girl uh, yeah. So they're gonna kill the dog, and they underestimate the dog. This dog is such a badass. He like just stands <laughs> still, and the and the car gets blown up. He, they also happen to underestimate the girl because this girl is fucking crazy. Because the yeah, dog, because she this. tells the dog to like grab onto the car and put it over the edge of the <laughs> edge of the uh, the bridge. This girl is like homicidal. Um, yeah. Well, she's a spy, is the thing. Anyway. Right. And she she does, like, between her and Bolt, they kill a couple of people. They kill a lot of people in this opening sequence. Yeah. Yes. And she's, she's, she's also, to like... Be fair, she's got that cool-ass sco- scooter. Yeah, she has a really cool scooter. This dog can run the same speed as cars, which is really impressive. He can zoom-zoom. He has laser vision. He's just, like, killing tons of people. She kills people. He kills people. They're just murdering people. Jump the fuck over a helicopter. That guy's dead. And then you get, like, the the super bark, which is, like, the the climax of the episode. And he yeah, knocks, and over. knocks over the, the cup in the distance. They pan out, and the cup falls over. Yeah. I love that. That was so funny to me. I, I was laughing. And I, don't, I was like, why? Why even show that? Like, for the TV show, why would you, why would you do that? Because the TV show also has a uh, a funny sense of humor, uh, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I thought that was really funny. And so we got the super bark, and she just sort of like takes a picture and picks him up and walks through this this horde of, of cars and men. And like he can still see them breathing on the ground. And he's like, like growling to himself over Penny's shoulder. She's like, you got him. You got him. That's it. We're good. Uh, <laughs> and because he sees them breathing, he's like hesitant 
because the, their trailer just happens to be right in the middle of all of this. And he's like, he doesn't even question that part. Yeah, no, this is really fun. Like, he just walks into his trailer, and then now he is, like, now all the people can stand up. And it tells you how crazy, number one, this is the first time that we realize, like, how insane people are being about this TV show. Uh, yeah. Because of the method acting of this dog. <laughs> well, if the show revolves around the dog, then I get it. It's just a matter of, like, they're really going to to great lengths. Like, think about the 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 increase in pricing for filming that has to go into this because it's all going to be done in one shot. They have to like do way more in terms of like how things are filmed. It's basically got to look like the real world. Yeah. Uh, Everything's so got to look real. Uh, I think, and like I think also it probably here's costs the thing. way more to do. I thought about this a lot. Like when they're in the scene where like they knew what, guards Bolt was going to take out in what order. I don't know if they actually knew what order they were going to take out. He was going to take out those guards. I think they were just like, like we got to roll with the punches. If Bolt goes after this guy first, then we got to like be cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Which like also tells you how, how like great of a improv actors everybody has to be in order to keep this thing going. Yeah. There is because... a lot going on. Yeah. Well, what, I guess it's what would this superhero do? And maybe they have an idea. If there's only one guard in a room facing a TV screen, then you can expect that that dog is going to do something. But maybe they didn't know it was going to be a doggy, a puppy karate chop, you know? Yeah. Miley Cyrus's character, too, is, like, really cool. She's like, I, <laughs> I have to memorize every line and never make a mistake. Because if I do, then we, we messed up the one shot we had. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she she's, never she's makes a mistake. She's a surprisingly mistakes. good child actor. Yeah. Because if she ever uh, made a mistake, it'd be over. You can't laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty cool to me that, like, yeah, it's a it's a cool TV show that I would like to. I would watch that TV show. I, I definitely would. So they get into the room, into the the trailer, and he's like barking at the door and like like watching fervently so that nobody else gets in. Uh, this is the part where I want to know: is this is this morally gray? Is, is the fact that they are depriving him of a real a, a dog's life is it morally gray or is it very black and white? Is he is he like is this bad? What they're doing? Yes, I don't think it's morally gray. I think it's definitely just like bad. Okay, yeah, like I I, I genuinely don't know because like. On one hand, he he believes that he's living a regular dog life, but well, on the he other hand, he's a superhero dog. Well, sure, and but like he's, given he's a choice, he would have chosen the like he would have chosen the other life because that's what he basically does at the end of the movie. Sure, I, but but the thing is that he's never been exposed to that. So like, yeah. as far as he knows, this is the life of all dogs. Yeah, because he definitely thinks all cats are inherently evil, which is kind of funny. right. So, like, and, and when he approaches those other dogs after he escapes, he's like, uh, no time to talk, brethren. We have to go rescue my person. And the other dogs are like... So he thinks like, all dogs are like that. That's yeah. interesting. And so, like... Um, is I don't know, man. I think it's definitely bad. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I, I agree that it's bad from the people's perspective. But 
from his perspective, he's just living a regular oh, dog's life. From his so, like, realities, I see. So You're like, like yeah. saying from his world. Yeah, and I guess I guess my issue here is that we do come to the issue of reality versus perceived reality, and so on the reality side, he is being duped. He is being robbed of a real life. On the other hand, though, his perceived reality is real life. And so he's not missing out on anything because he doesn't know about anything. But it does cause him, like, a lot of extra stress no matter what. Like, he's sitting in the trailer and he's just, like, always on edge. Like, there's not a moment where he is, like, chill. Yes. And I, I think that that's the reason that I was like, well, this is this seems morally gray mm. to me because of when I saw him just him like her like, look, we we're good, we can just play now, and he still is is vigilant. I think there's something to be said there, and I I'm not sure what that issue is. Uh, actually, I, I am sure what that issue is. So I looked this up um, earlier, Tony, and. Uh-huh. There is a, a psychological thing for this. I, I wrote it down. So uh, this says, while Bolt believes that he has superpowers, he is self-confident. But when he finds out that he ha- is not a superhero, his self-confidence vanishes. Uh, it's a case of, uh, it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh-huh. Uh, and basically it's when one's initial self-confidence is high due to his or her lack of knowledge which decreases in par with knowledge and increases again with the one when the one becomes expert. So basically what this is saying is because he doesn't know anything right now, he's very confident. When yeah, he, he is. Yeah, when he learns more, though, he becomes less confident. Uh, but as he becomes knowledgeable of this new reality, his new perceived reality he becomes an expert again and can regain his confidence after being taken out of that uncomfortable area of not knowing what the fuck is going on. So there's a cool little psychological thing to this too. And then we get to talk about asshole Hollywood people. There are a lot of them in this, in this show. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I like, I feel like the director's not that big of an asshole. I think he's just a creep. The, the director. I mean, he's is like, like he's like patronizing and like in that way, he like he wouldn't be somebody you'd want to hang out with because he's an asshole. Like he's like he's not maybe like evil, but he's like poor, poor Mindy from the network. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so patronizing; it's like dripping off of his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, if uh, he believes I it, get that. the audience believes it. Mindy from the network. This level of emotion has never been captured before. Never, Mindy from the network. Like, he is such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, though, that he, like, he, he's so weird and he's got those long legs. He turns around in the spinny chair and, like, crawls toward her really funny. I, like, he's he's definitely a weird guy. Yeah. Um, very dramatic. Like, this is the kind of guy that you go to a bar with and he's, like like feigning in his seat and like doing the the mock uh the, like the fainting putting his head hand over his head and like oh my word kind of thing yeah very, he's, a, he's a very dramatic character <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true i i really i'm not sure how i feel about him i don't think he's the craziest i think that the agent is probably the craziest the agent uh, is super crazy many <laughs> from the network is also not nice like yeah she's not a lot an especially of not nice, nice people woman. here yeah well that's hollywood for you 
Or in the beginning, New York. But um, Well, no, they're in Hollywood at the beginning. At this point. I thought they started in New York. Because every time uh, the pigeons show does, up... But that's because uh, the package was sent to New York. What package? Bolt jumped... When he's, so Bolt escapes in a few minutes here. And when yeah. Bolt escapes, he's doing it into... He's like, he jumps... He, it's because he jumps into a... Like, uh, into a box. And the box gets sent to New York. Oh, that makes sense. I missed that, apparently. Anyway, they... So, the, yeah... I was going to say, because every time we see pigeons, they represent the area that they're in. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we've got the first pigeons in New York that are based on the good pigeons, the like the, the mafia ones from Animaniacs. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was really funny. I actually wrote that down before I knew that that was a trivia fact, but they are based off of that. Because I was like, man, uh, they're, they're kind of like god pigeons. But so okay, so before we get to the the New York part, the the cats on the trailer, uh, do, like, do you have anything on them? I thought it was really funny. Yeah. So before they even get to New York, there's like two really great things to talk about. There's the the agent asshole who you're right, he is the biggest asshole. And we didn't get to talk about him. He's like, let's put a pin in it. Let's just put a pin right let's in there and come back Let's put a pin right there, and we won't pull it down until we've solved it. And I'm like, well, how are you going to solve it if you put a pin in it and aren't going to talk about it? It doesn't make sense. Anyway, he's very good at being, <laughs> at like not, at, at purposely not communicating. He's very good at that. Uh, he's yeah. also really crazy. He's like, I have a little girl at home I just love more than anything in the world, and I would trade her for you in a heartbeat. He is yeah. so great. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he's, <a> g- <laughs> he's pretty good. He's I do like, like him. My second favorite character in this movie. They they really like went for absurdist in this movie for the characters. Oh yeah, I love oh, yeah. it. I love it. So yeah, he's pretty great. But then we've got the two cats that come onto the trailer. Yeah, uh, and they are they are fucking with him. They. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm they sort know, of on the cat obviously. side is the thing. I'm sort of like on team cat here because like <laughs> Well, cuz you you're biased. You you've got a thing for cats and I, I think do, against I do dogs. have a thing for cats. I do prefer cats over dogs. Uh, I well, okay. So we should say, by the way, I don't think we've ever mentioned it before, but uh up until like however like 2 3 years ago, however long ago, n- neither of us had ever had pets. Uh, we, we had had, like, a lizard one time, but we didn't really, we were never allowed to have, like, cats or dogs or, or anything furry. So, like, Tony has got cats now, yeah. Um, yeah, they're adorable. They're the best. That's more recent. So, like, we don't necessarily know, the, or at least I don't necessarily know the day-to-day of, like, having a dog or having a cat that I just take care of, but... Tony is definitely biased, is the point I'm trying to make. Tony has a thing for cats and a thing against dogs. Uh, so, the which cats that are I think on top is of really this trailer, good for though, this movie. The cats Do that are on top of this trailer, though, are, like, normal normal cats. Like, they're, like, sort of doing the bullying thing, but they're also, like... Like, it's absurd that this dog doesn't know what's happening here. And everybody right. else does. So they're, and like... And these two cats... Yeah, they're, like, really fucking with them. And it's really funny. It's really funny. 
Yeah. They're the, like the so tubby no- cat, <laughs> by the way, is played by the same guy who voices um, Clawhauser from Zootopia. It's the same guy. Oh, the, yeah. The tubby... The fat cat. The fat cat. Um, he's played the fat cat in two movies. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, uh... He's like, is the <laughs> yeah. message long? The message you're gonna send to my evil lord, is he? Is it? Is it long? Because I, I don't really do well with long messages. And the dog's I, like, I'll be what? brief. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be brief. You go back and tell your your master that da 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 da, and I will come for him. And also the da 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 da. And the cats are like, uh, like, okay, uh, stop, stop, stop. Like, I, I wasn't paying attention to most of that, but I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are really trolling him. They're really annoying, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I just think I understand where the cats are coming from, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, he, he's fun to fuck with because he doesn't know anything. And, okay, uh-huh. here's the thing. I don't get how he doesn't know anything. This dude is a dog. He can smell people. When he is running through the sets, there are people smells on both sides of him. How does he not know? Tony, they go to great lengths to make sure that he can't see them. Do you not think that they're wearing some kind of, like, cologne or something that makes them smell like scenery or whatever? The one time somebody, like accidentally took a shower or something it's like no <laughs> yeah like you got to imagine that like they 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 go to great lengths i'm sure that they go to great lengths to fix that issue yeah that may be the case uh anyway yeah. there's a cliffhanger miley cyrus's character gets caught you ask for unhappy thir- 18 to 35 year olds i give you unhappy 18 to 35 year olds uh, so there's this giant cliffhanger. This never happened before. Bolt's really sad. Uh, I don't get why they don't just film part two at the same time, but yeah, whatever. It would be better to go ahead and resolve it. Uh, that way you don't have a dog that's going to run away. Yeah. Um, Bolt escapes so, because he's really unhappy, yeah, but, and he gets locked in the packing peanuts in Central New York. Yeah. But before he does, he does a, a cute puppy chop on a guy on a bench. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. The, the guy's like, what the fuck is that? What, what just happened? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, he gets stuck in packing peanuts and ends up in New York. And we've got the the Animaniacs crossover with these god pigeons. And I've seen they, this guy before. I, I know this guy's mug. I never forget a mug. Look at this okay? guy's mug. He never forgets a mug. This guy never forgets... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna kill me. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be <laughs> preening later, and I'm gonna remember. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, yeah, those guys are always funny. I love those guys. The pigeons uh, want to settle a score with mittens here because mittens makes yeah. all pigeons give her, her tribute, uh. <laughs> so that she doesn't claw them. Yeah, which I think is really funny because I don't. She never like shows her claws. I think that she's actually declawed. She is declawed, yeah. Uh, she says it. Yeah, and so she she's like, in this case, the irony is that she's all bark and no bite. She yeah, she's she's the Dawn. She she's like the the, the mob boss in this situation. She like that they take Bolt to Mittens because he needs a cat. He just needs any cat because any cat will know the answer. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good solution. And then she's like, "What the hell? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm just a regular cat. I don't know anything." 
Yeah, Bolt comes uh, in like crazy. Like, where is she? You know why I'm here. And everybody's like, what the fuck is happening? What, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking uh, crazy. This is the first of Bolt's absolutely a fucking crazy person moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most uh, definitely. And, like, Bolt and so, grabs the cat, who doesn't know anything about anything, and, dr- like, is about to drop it over the highway. Yep. Well, we already know he doesn't have any concern for people dying, because he, he did it on the show. It never, like, bothered him then. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He, he don't mind, because they're evil. Like, he's literally about to kill his cat. Yeah. And the, the pigeon but is like, dude, did we go too far? Nah, this is the best day of my damn life. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, 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 I do know, I do know. The man with the blue eyes... The, the green eyes, the one green eye. You yeah, just can't stop any... lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your DNA, cat. <laughs> and so they, they, he ties her to himself somehow with his teeth, I guess. Yeah. And they find a truck and start heading Along to... Along the map of, the... Ma- of Waffle World, which is important. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, wait a second, because I, I want to get to the Waffle World... Uh, the game that we made, the drinking game that we made, but we'll get there in a second. Yeah. Us uh, when we get to the line that gets us there. So they're they're riding along. There's styrofoam on the truck. They have to get out clearly because there's styrofoam. Can we talk uh, about how fucking crazy this dude is? He's literally gonna drag the cat all the way across the country. Yeah. Anyway, well, he doesn't know it's that far, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Everything happens for him in in thirty minute intervals because he. he yeah. Really <laughs> Uh, he doesn't he just, think it's that far, and also he believes that this is the entire world. He, the, the map that she showed him is the entire world. Yeah. Um, so, they they jump out, Sorry, and he tuck has... Tuck and roll! <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he's like... Did you say tuck and roll? You, uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't say tuck and roll, but whatever. They, they get out, and he's like, what is this red liquid leaking out of me? Well, it's blood. Do I need it? <laughs> she's like, yes, you idiot, you need it. It's, it's like your blood. Yeah, it's but the, he does. The first time he's, he's ever never bled, seen I guess. blood. That's wild. Um, yeah, and the same thing for hunger. He's never been hungry before. Where these, is these the are like antidote? two. Yeah, he's, he's like so these crazy. are polar opposite characters. The fact that they're so different, I think, is what what really makes this work. Because like he has been given everything. He's never bled before. He's never been hungry before. Versus Mittens, who is, like, never not hungry. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so... So we go into this trailer park to get food, and, and, and Mittens... Yes. ...is starting the process of teaching him how to be a dog. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> he's like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. This is awful. He's, like, tilting his head a little bit, and he's like, no, no I, I feel stupid. <laughs> and she's like, just do it. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just tilt your head a little more. Can you put down board. your ears and then <laughs> to they, try it the other way. Yeah, so they're yeah they're pretty successful, right? Except for when Mittens tries to do it. <laughs> Beat it, you stupid cat! Fuck you, cat! <laughs> I hate fucking cats. Yeah, you're not a dog. You're not adorable. And now we get to meet uh, the very best character in the whole show. Oh my gosh, it's coming! It's Rhino. Totally awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, 
he just happens to see a white dog outside and rolls out the window onto this picnic table. And he's like, oh my god, it's really bald. You're the coolest. Like, you're my hero. Uh, Rhino is totally in on the insanity. He's like, yeah. he's like, Bolt can do all kinds of crazy things. Bolt can fly and, and shoot eye, magic eyeballs, but a super bark is the best thing. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, have you have you been observing me? I've been so vigilant. <laughs> uh, it's like they're like they're, this is like a movie. Like Bolt and Rhino are in a movie right now. They think they are in a movie. Yeah. This is so like yeah. it is absolutely crazy. The road will be rough. I have a ball. <laughs> I eat danger for breakfast. Are you hungry? hungry? Starving. <laughs> like they are literally feel like they're in a movie, but they're like a cat and a, a dog and a hamster talking to each other in a in a RV park. It's so crazy. Yeah, I I really. I love Rhino's character is definitely the best character in this movie. Is that something we can all agree on? Yes, I think absolutely. Okay, great. So Rhino, right. <laughs> he like leads the way. He's like the rest of my notes I'm are just it. like Rhino quotes. I'm just gonna tell you. Oh, like that's basically how mine are. <laughs> uh, because Rhino is what makes this movie happen for me. So we go along. Rhino is like pushing the prisoner. <laughs> with his ball just like jamming into her her back uh, yeah and he's move, like i have an idea cat. we're gonna jump on to a moving train yeah and, i mean he's seen bolt do worse and he's and bolt's like anything that i'm missing and he's like just that every minute spent with you is the next best mi- the new best minute of my life <laughs> <laughs> he's so, so intense he's yeah so he, he's he's very intense <laughs> But he's also, he's like the biggest fanboy ever. Like, I'm imagining him as like a chubby guy that's been sitting in his house watching TV and Superman pops up outside and he's like, oh my god, it's you. Yeah. We're best friends now. I'm going to go on an adventure with you, even though I'm just a fat guy that's been sitting on my couch watching TV. Listen, I would easily go on an adventure with Indiana Jones in a half second. Like, really? Yeah. Like, if your like hero popped person. up outside and you got to go hang out with him and help him with an adventure, then you would, right? This is, this is he's living out every fanboy's like, dream at this point. Yeah. 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 And then, this is about, finds about out what, what's going on because of the magic box. Yeah. Because Rhino, uh, Rhino says that he, he watches him on the magic box, and it's his favorite magic box thing. Yeah, and then Mittens understands, and she, as they're they're falling off of this thing into the train. <laughs> and she's like, oh god, what have we gotten ourselves into? And so they, they're on this train, and he thinks that Mittens is like trying to kill Bolt uh, by unscrewing the, the screws in the back. And he's, like, running into Mittens, like, heathen saboteur! And she... Yeah. He, he just happens to... Or Bolt just happens to, to get off the thing, and they, like, fall down a big hill. And she's, like, up on top of the tree. They get captured. Yeah. They they get captured. It, Can I, I just want to say, you know, this is Bolt's, like, dark moment. He's like, I will super bark you out of that tree! Uh, yeah. 
And Rhino's like, I'm not gonna, like, just sit here and, like, waste my time with this cat. I'm gonna go get a ladder. And then he gets a a fucking ladder. He literally brings a ladder over. Yeah, like, the guy, and he, he, for as heavy as that ladder looked, like, he was just, like, pushing through it. He found a ladder, he brought a ladder back. It's like Uh, that fanboy who Superman showed up outside of his backyard actually was Superman himself. Yeah, he, he's pretty damn cool himself. Like, he can do a lot of stuff, as we, we see. Um, <laughs> I want to I wanna cut aside now, so we go back to, uh, to Miley Cyrus, and um, Miley Cyrus is like, uh, I'm so sad, I got, there's this other dog, and I didn't want that other dog, and the guy who is, like, her agent, so weird, <laughs> he's, like, as weird as Rhino, uh, he's like, when I was a young boy... I got, I wanted a bicycle, and I got a baseball glove, and I pretended that baseball glove was a bicycle, and I rode it to school every day, and everybody's like, what is the moral of this story? You You are fucking crazy. (laughs) You just gotta pretend. No, I I want my dog back, though. Well, let's just just take that, we'll put a little pin in it, boop, and there it is, it's just hanging there, we'll take care of it later, let's go. Yeah, he, I... The, the whole pin thing really bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it does. The, the like, okay, boop, it's there. That really bothers me about him. He Like, obviously, he's a creepy dude. He, he's a pretty pretty eccentric fellow, but he he doesn't really... He clearly doesn't give a shit, right? Like, he, he doesn't give a shit about Penny. He doesn't give a shit about the dog. Uh, no. He just... He's he, working as an agent. He's an agent. Yeah. Now we go back, and they're at the gas station, uh, and Rhino stayed with the fucking car in his in his ball. Once again, Somehow. showing us that Rhino, like, literally the thing that Bolt did on TV, where he was able to run as fast as cars, Rhino was able to do in real life. Yeah. Rhino is the actual Superman. <laughs> yeah. For a pretty long time, because it's dark now. Yeah. So Rhino just so. was going 40 miles an hour for, like, like a good at least hour, maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, I guess crazy. Yeah. He, I mean, he kept up. He got out. He gets out of the, the ball. He's, like, uh, the, the best line of the entire movie. Ring, ring. Who is it? Destiny. I've been expecting your call. He, <laughs> <laughs> like... He, like, we see the, the hatch open and, like, the sound. He, like, steps out. His, his fingers touch the ground. He's like, ooh, cold. Gets out and he's, like, doing the maniacal laugh. And you can hear the squeaking. <laughs> the guy's like, what is that squeaking? Is there a mouse? <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. He gets out. He saves the day. Or at least he saves the bolt. And, and Bolt the realizes that, like, he's been saved, and he sees the Bolt is coming off, and he's, like, yeah. realizing, like, oh, it wasn't me, it's not my power, I'm not yeah. a superhero dog. Yeah, well, and, and while he was inside the cage, or whatever, he was, like, jamming his head and, and against the, the door and, like, couldn't do it. We, we just see him try and be unsuccessful. So, yeah, he realized he's been saved. Rhino gives this amazing inspirational speech. The impossible uh, can become possible. Yeah, you're, you're awesome. Um. <laughs> and 
Bolt is like, okay, well, she needs a hero, but uh, I guess I'll have to do. And he's like, so modest. Uh, yeah. And so they do it. They go go to this thing. Go to this dog pound. And I love I love their method of, of getting the guy out. Stealth mode. Uh, with the ball. ball. They're all like, ball. Ball, ball. Ball, ball. Uh, <laughs> and the guy's like, I'm reading. Please. No, I'm reading. I also want to say that the woman at the front desk, she must get fucked with a lot. Because like, she's like, I swear to God, if that's you, Philip, whatever his name is, if that's you, I'm going to pepper spray you so hard. Pepper spray uh, you again. <laughs> yeah, because, don't scare me. I'm going to pepper spray you again. And so she's funny. We'll get back to her. They he they distract the, the guard with the ball and the dogs. Bolt goes in, saves Mittens. And, and then Rhino causes a fucking explosion! Yes. Which and, and the funny thing is, he believes it to be Bolt's super bark. Nope. This is another thing with that perceived reality. He believes that it was Bolt's super bark that caused it. Nope. Uh, Once again, it was just Rhino being badass. Yeah, it was really just Rhino that blows up a car. Really, uh, the real person who loses in this movie is the old lady who's like frantically looking for Rhino and really sad that she's lost her her favorite hamster. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, she she doesn't even we don't get any say. They just took this this old woman's hamster. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so she's the the woman at the front desk comes out. She's like, "My truck, my new Toyota, or whatever." And <laughs> the two guys are lying on the ground. And they like groan, and she pepper sprays them. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. It's it's all around a good like slapstick kind of scene. We yeah, get it through is. it though, and like he's. I, also, it was a really funny line. I don't know why I caught it. I had never caught it before. But he's like, "Spicy eyes." He shouts out, spicy eyes. Spicy eyes. <laughs> Pepper in my eyes. Spicy eyes. We get this, like, yeah. great existentialism scene when they get into the house, the, like, moving house. Because, like, the, the dog's like, uh, who am I? What am I supposed to be if I'm not a superhero? He doesn't understand. He's never lived another life. And the cat's like, we all have dog complexes. We all wish we were yeah. dogs. And then she teaches him how to be a dog. Drink from a toilet, fetch, stick your head out the window. It's just a really great <laughs> montage scene. Yeah, it's a good good whole little deal of her. And it's it's the irony is certainly not lost on you that a cat is teaching a dog how to be a dog. Yeah. I um, also, I just want to say, the person who is like, the like this montage scene is really good for what it is. The best part about this montage scene is the like mini like, story that is occurring between Rhino and the college guy. Yeah, the guy. Uh, because, like, he, he walks up on the table, takes the map, grabs a french fry. The guy's, like, holding his burger and just, like, looking. And he's, like, not moving. <laughs> Rhino just, like, grabs a french fry, grabs the map, and walks away. Uh, and then later on, they pass him in the car. In the truck, yeah. And, and he's Rhino's like... like What's Salute. up? <laughs> and, uh, and, like, you can imagine the college guy, like, dude, like, I'm, I can't, like, he's in his head, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell anybody. This is, uh, it, well, yeah, he must be on something, because he, he is, he's really, 
uh, he's seeing things. Yeah. So, so yeah, all cats have a dog complex. The yeah. uh, also, I, I have referred to this movie in the past um, when talking about like Thomas O'Malley, other other like animals that have been scorned. I, I think from now on, I'm gonna call this the Thomas O'Malley complex. The the whole thing with mittens, right? She she has been scorned in the past. She does not believe that she deserves uh, a person and that she that people deserve her kind of thing. She she is she's had it. She believes that all humans are this way and she doesn't want any part of it. Yeah. So and I, I say that I'm going to refer to it as the Thomas O'Malley complex from now on because this is a very common thing it in is, Disney movies. It has happened in like like seven movies that we talked about already. Yeah, it is a very very common thing. So uh, she's got the Thomas O'Malley complex, and I I think that the fact that Bolt doesn't want to stay in this box with her. Yeah, so the it Montage really it, in Las Vegas, and Mitten's got a house for them. Yeah, yeah, and. I think she's really disappointed. She's she is like visibly disappointed that he doesn't want to stay with her. Like we've gone through all of this. I taught you how to be a real dog. You're having fun. This is this is the life, you know? Why why would you want to risk that? And Bolt has a person. Bolt has somebody that still he believes still loves him that he he is he needs to get back to. And they're so close. They're only one waffle away. Yeah. And so Mittens basically like drives him away, because Mittens doesn't believe that he would be, she would be allowed to be a part of the story uh, with Bolt's yeah. family, right? Um, yeah. Mittens is like then, uh, like so Bolt leaves. Mitten actually tries to cover for Bolt to Rhino is like, the superhero said uh, you carry on without him, but he has to face the green eyed man by himself. He like, Mittens like comes up with like actually a pretty good story for like why. Yeah why Bolt isn't there, so, like, she definitely cares about Rhino's feelings, uh, which is really great. And, like, actually, in a way that in this scene, like, Bolt didn't care about Rhino's feelings. Bolt didn't come back to, like, say, like, mm. Rhino, you want to come for me? Like, come with me. Like, yeah. Mittens is the more, like, empathetic one in this scene, which is really great. Yeah. Uh, and Rhino's just, dogs. like, uh, he, he knows this. He's, he's seen this on TV before, because it's a pretty common thing where the hero's like, I'm going to do this alone. But yeah. his friends his friends follow him anyway. Uh, like, this is a pretty common thing for superhero movies, especially. Yeah. And Rhino's like, she, he's like walking away, and she's like, what are you doing? Why are you still going? And he's like, giving another very inspirational speech. When things look worst, you go. When, when the hero needs his friend the most... You go. Uh, Not knowing if you'll come back dead or alive. You go. You go. And he's like turning the wrong way, and he's like, like as he's going around the corner, you can still hear him talking to himself. He's like, he's he's fading. His voice is fading as he's going around the corner. I really like that. That like, who is he talking to? It, is this more for him than it is for her? I think it is. He, she's like, you're going the wrong way. He goes back across, still giving his speech. Well, because again, Bolt <laughs> feels like he's in a movie, and like, not Bolt, but Rhino feels like he's in a movie, and he's like, talking to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Which he <laughs> is, so. Risking life and limb, you go! And Mittens decides to go with him. Meanwhile, Bolt is 
within sight of the studio, and these these Hollywood pigeons show up. Uh, yeah, I love that the pigeons change with, or like the the pigeons show each area that they're in. So we had like the New York mafia pigeons, and then we've got these very like Hollywood wannabe producers kind of thing, and yeah. they're like, okay, okay, this is how you blow with Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be cool, be cool. Okay, okay, this is our associate. You gotta calm down, buddy. I need you to go get me some, some uh, multigrain, uh, some multigrain crumbs. Not pumpernickel, I'll know the difference. Not whole grain, not the same thing. And uh, <laughs> they, they like pitch, they're pitching to him. They, they believe that he's there to listen to their pitch. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'd love to listen to the rest of your, your idea, fellas, if you'll just, uh, we can walk and talk, you know? Got a nibble. And, which is, yeah. Okay. Be cool. So they're they're showing him to the studio and pitching this awesome aliens idea, which I don't know how that got translated to the directors later on at the end of the movie, but it somehow did. They took the pigeon's advice. Yeah. Anyway, so they... they get there bolts inside he finds his carrot he murders that carrot a little bit it's a and, fake bolt yeah There's and then we see scene where uh, yeah. a fake bolt is there and uh and and penny is hugging fake bolt and it's like sad and uh mittens actually watches the whole scene where like after the dog goes away Penny is still very sad, but Bolt leaves early, so Mittens knows that Penny's for real, and Bolt thinks that Penny that Penny is for fake. Uh, right. And uh, meanwhile, Rhino is uh, all of his training prepared him for an attack on this. <laughs> yeah, this one guy. <laughs> he like runs up and jams against the guy's leg, and the guy's like, "Oh my God, you're so cute! I had a hamster just like you." <laughs> <laughs> all the while like rhino's like shouting anyway they uh bolt's like leaving mittens is is done with it or she she goes and catch up catches up to him and is like hey you know, what are you doing you got to go back in there yeah um, mittens is like you should uh you should be like like mittens knows the truth and it's like you were right yeah. Bolt. like it was for reals but uh meanwhile the whole stage collapses into fire because um, they use real fire for some reason uh, in yeah. their producing, um, and and so uh, they run in. Rhino goes and and says, "Today is a good day to die." And, and he's like holding up the thing, even though he's the, not actually holding anything. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Mitten saves him from that certain death, though. Uh, yeah, and and I like okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a second, just because I like doing this before the climax of every every movie that we do. Sure. Uh, so we're gonna pause real fast, and uh, why don't we take a second and look off the porch here, to 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 our buddy Yowza down there for a little segment that we like to call Yowza's log. So hey uh, hey Yowza, you got anything for us? Yowza's log, yard date, two seventy nine. You know what I love about being exiled from the porch. Spending so much time outdoors and nature. It's so gratifying to be away from the turmoil and superficiality of modern life. Out here, things are real. Not like some kind of reality show or elaborately constructed fictional pretense. With that in mind, I, or somebody anyway, 
wrote this. Melodious Arethusa, or my verse, shed thou once more the spirit of thy stream. Who denies verse to Gallus? So, when thou gildest beneath the green and purple gleam of Syracusan waters, mayest thou flow unmingled with the bitter Doric dew. Begin, and whilst the goats are <laughs> begin, and whilst the goats are browsing now the soft leaves in their own way, let us pursue the melancholy loves of Gallus. List, we sing not to the dead. The wild woods knew his sufferings and their echoes. Young naiads, and what far woodlands wild wandered ye when unworthy love possessed your Gallus? Not where Pindus is uppiled, nor where Parnassus's sacred mount, nor where Aeonian Aganepe expands, the laurels and the myrtle copses dim, the pine-encircled mountain Maenalus, the cold crags of Lycaeus weep for him, and Sylvan, crowned with rustic coronals, came shaking in his speed the budding wands and heavy lilies which he bore. We knew Pan, the Arcadian. What madness is this, Gallus? Thy heart's care. Anyway, goodbye for now. Truly insightful. Thank you, Yaza. Do you want you want some hot cocoa or anything? It's getting kind of cold. The seasons are changing. The porch is warm. It's so warm up here. We've got a fire, but it, it's not bothering the porch. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so it's nice and toasty up here. We've got a scarf and some hot cocoa. No, no, you're fine. We won't bring it out to you. You're good. So that was Yaza. Thank you again to Yaza for doing Yaza's log for us. We like it. Yeah. Uh, so. Back to the climax of the movie. I really like doing that during the climax, Sonny. I think we should. I think it's a good idea. So anyway, back to the climax of the movie. We uh, bolt inside. Nobody else is. I don't know why they were doing this scene so dangerously, but it is. It is very overproduced at this moment, at least. Uh, so, the what happened? Uh, we kind of breezed over it, but fake bolt is kind of a pansy, and so he he fucked up and and knocked over some flames and stuff. And that's what you get for not having a dog who thinks that it's real, right? Because, like, the if Bolt was there, he would be like, well, that's that's real. I've got... I don't care if somebody's coming up to me. I'm just gonna fucking say Penny. It doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah. But... Yeah. That's that's the difference, ultimately. So, Bolt... Anyway, she's she gets herself down. Um, she's, like, the only person left in this flaming building. Assumedly, maybe some other people died, and Bolt saves her. Comes back to the and like the what I really like during this scene is that there's like the the zoom zoom. We see that we see the uh, we see the super bark. We see like all these things that they had together before when he didn't have or when he thought he had powers, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and now he's like doing these superpowers, but in real life. Um, yeah. He, because while the super bark's not a real super bark, it is echoey. You know, it still does the job. Well, in this case, because he's barking into that thing that Rhino was talking into in the house thing. But yes. Yeah. And so he barks out of it. We see the same, like, moment of super barkiness. Beautiful. Uh, and they save them. And I want to say that this whole time, every time we've seen Penny in a room, the mom's been there. Yeah. And she's just sort of been standing 
silently and watching. And, and she always has this, like, look of empathy on her face. Like, uh, I'm not sure about that. And, like, I understand, Penny. I'm sorry. And Mom is a good character. Uh, yeah, and she's been silent. It, like, it is good, especially with the, the pin guy, the guy who says, let's put a pin in this, because, like, she yeah. is the opposite of him. She has, like, tons yeah. of empathy. And the, the pin guy is like, I don't care <laughs> about anything. Yeah. And, and so, like, when... They get into the the ambulance. She finally, like, snaps. She's like, I'm not doing this with you anymore. She, like, grabs him and throws him out of the ambulance. Mo- the mom in this movie is a badass. She, she tosses him out of an ambulance and is like, fuck you, we quit. Yeah, uh, yeah it was really good. Would you say, yeah. Josh, that, uh, that they put a pin in his career? I would say probably, yes. Just, just boop. Put a pin in it. <laughs> put a pin right <laughs> they, there. So, yeah. Could put it right there. We'll come back to it. And so, ultimately, they're both fine. Everybody's fine. And they keep Mittens and Rhino as pets, which and is nice. There is no home like the home you love, because that home belongs to you. Yeah. That, was, that sure was the, the end song. Also, did you notice the end credit scene? At the very end? Yeah. How it was being powered by uh, Rhino? On the treadmill? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or no, like uh, Rhino's, uh, Rhino's TV show. No, Rhino's, that was not on my yeah. version. Yeah, so like it, in uh, at the end of the movie, there's this thing where like Dr. Calico is there and like yada, yada, yada. And uh, Rhino bursts in and is like, uh, does the same, like, fuck you kind of thing, and, like, he's, like, doing little hamster barks and, like, bursting through doors and things. It's huh? super adorable. <laughs> I have to look it up. No, I yeah, didn't see like, that. Yeah, you, I'm pretty sure you can find that one on YouTube. I but, will. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I didn't see that. That's really awesome. Um, so, but yeah, they anyway, that's the end of the movie. Life. It's like, like just, and the pigeons, the, the pigeons farm pigeons. don't know him. Uh, the they're in the middle of nowhere. They have a farm and they just like play, and it's a simplified life. Yep. In this case, fame and fortune was the opposite of what she wanted, and you gotta wonder: was somebody trying to tell Miley Cyrus something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It was 2008, so it was around the time of of Miley Cyrus's like fame. Yeah. Anyway. We, that's the end of the movie. That's it. So I hope you guys liked this one. Uh, it's like, I know a couple of people that said that when I told them we were doing Bolt, they were like, oh, I don't even, I've never seen that. Or I didn't like it, especially much the first time I watched it. Oh man, I like Rewatch it. Like, or if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. It's very, very good. It's, it's worth it if nothing else for Rhino. So yeah. with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Make sure that you follow us on facebook twitter and instagram you can find us there at front porch disney uh you can find me on twitter at front porch josh and i'm at front porch tony and you can find yowza if he didn't say it in his log i believe it's uh at ct yowza make sure that you follow him as well and also we want to hear back from you we want to we on those sites you know send us a message or, or use the hashtag front porch talks and we would be happy 
to include your thoughts in our show. So, like, if you have something you want to add or something, another point that we didn't necessarily hit on. Something we got Definitely, wrong. definitely, definitely. Yeah, or something that was inaccurate. Let us know, you know, uh, use that hashtag Front Porch Talks or directly to us at Front Porch Disney. We would love to include you in the next episode. So with that, also make sure that you like and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a review. That really helps. We don't do any advertising except on Facebook. So uh, all the advertising is through you guys. So tell a friend, get them to, to like and subscribe. And if nothing else, point them to our sampler, the the season two uh sampler that we made and uh it's got all of our best goofs on it and maybe that will get them interested dude i'm excited me too oh hey tony do you want to give them a, a a little bit of heads up on what we're doing for christmas new year's time so we're going to record a bunch of episodes right in a row in christmas and new year's and yeah we're still i think we're working on a title for for what that that extravaganza is going to be but what, what what do you think, Tony? Like I, I was thinking like the 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 week of Disney or something like that. Week week of week of porches. Week of We'll come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cut this out and come up with something. <laughs> a, a week of porches. Um, the week of porches. No. Porch week. <laughs> um, Por- porch week. <laughs> uh, this is awful. Okay. Yeah, we'll come up with something uh, better. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're gonna be watching a couple movies then. Uh, Together, which is going to be a first for us. Um, I yes, think that's we've never be watched really movies good, together. Yeah, we've never watched any movies ever together. But no, we are going to be recording together, which is going to be a first. Yeah, it'll um, be weird. Yeah, well, and like when I did it with Beardy, we were in the same place. And that, it was a lot of fun. And you got to like talk about your notes together. And it's it's definitely fun. Also, we've got the, uh, the drinking episode poll up currently so if you haven't already voted make sure that you vote right now i believe that xenon is in the lead which i think is really funny because i i would love to do xenon for the drinking game say right now you mean right now like six weeks ago yeah it i mean right now it's only october (laughs) middle of october so uh but i'll probably leave it up for a while um so anyway uh make sure that you vote on that if you haven't already and I believe that is everything. All right, let's do it, man. Yeah, you do it. There is no home like the one you've got, because that home belongs to Miley Cyrus. (laughs) That's why it's not your home. Uh, (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it. See you next time. Steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you Hey guys, it's Ember and Angel from the Color Me Dead podcast and you've been listening to On the Front Porch with us.